Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Dorinda and I are talking about raising children today. Imagine that. Imagine that. (laughs) Uh, Between the two of us, we were talking about this the other day. We've got 15 kids. And how many years of parenting experience? 50? Yeah, right about 50. Right about 50 years. Mm -hmm. And so really what that comes down to is that's given us a lot of opportunities to do a lot of things wrong. That's right. (laughs) You got it. (laughs) Sometimes we do it right, and sometimes we do it wrong, and sometimes we sit down and curl up in a fetal position. (laughs) And uh, really, uh, parenting is a a time-intensive vocation. It is. It's a life investment. It's a life investment. We talked about yesterday or the other day at the podcast, we were talking about uh, a culture of entitlement. Right. And how uh, we've, for some, somehow, we have wound up with with an entire generation of kids Mm -hmm. who believe that they are entitled to things. Right. I've been, you know, watching with some degree of fascination as Bernie Sanders is running for president, <laughs> you know, uh, and he's, he's a self-avowed uh, socialist. Right. I saw a young woman on the news the other night, a young college student talking about how she believed that we should be taxing people mm-hmm. up to 90%. Right. You know, she said, she said 90% would be a, a, a good, uh, a move in the right direction and hundred percent would be socialism. And I was like, no, honey, 90% is also socialism. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> when you take a hundred percent of somebody's money, now you've just robbed them. 90% of socialism, 80% socialism, 60% socialism. I mean, we're definitely uh, moving that direction. I have to say that was a painful thing to watch. That was hard. I, you I endured know. it much longer than I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, okay, I really want to know what is this generation thinking? What are they feeling? And then you realize you don't really oh, want to well, know. Never mind. <laughs> well, you know what? It just reminded me. And she's a snapshot. You know, right, I realize there right. are wonderful uh, kids that are her there age are. out there. You mm-hmm. know, not everybody has this. Had this, and it's not just the young people. Right. I was in Starbucks the other day, and some guy in a Ford Fusion drove up with a you know Bernie Sanders sticker on his car, and and uh, Merry Christmas, Starbucks, and. My husband and I were like, we should go ask that guy what it is about socialism that he is excited about. Right. Because I already feel like I'm being taxed up the wazoo. Right. You know, I don't, I'm not thrilled about giving, you know, what my hard earned money mm-hmm. to so and so for their college education. I right. paid for my college education and I wasn't even mad about it. That's the funny <laughs> thing. I was like, oh, you know, I can remember. Don't you remember this? Yeah. Sitting down with your college counselors and you're like, this is going to hurt. <laughs> to go you have to just go well okay how bad do i want x y and z career that's right that's you know, right and do i need uh do i need x y and z career mm-hmm. right you know is I mean, it worth it is it really worth look it look at the cost and is it right. worth it right i do not understand why we have uh pushed vocational training to the side and somehow mm-hmm. it's not as good of a thing to be an auto mechanic or a welder you know when these guys those are jobs that that are useful and are. very much needed very needed yes and instead we're just and i think the 80s were like this too to a certain degree when i graduated from high school it was expected that you went to college right even if you didn't know what you were doing there right. you know why <laughs> why, why are, are we here, here? <laughs> <laughs> you know there were a lot of kids wandering around college campus mm-hmm. they were just uh mm-hmm. you know racking up student mm-hmm. loan debt and mm-hmm. all that kind of thing i have an interesting uh qu- question for you dorinda sure um, and you know, you I know you'll be honest. <laughs> uh, do you guys pay for your kids to go to college? Absolutely not. Yeah, we don't no, either. We we told them ahead of time. I mean, we we support their desire to go to college if they have uh, something to go <laughs> I, for. I support your desire Which, to go to Disneyland. I support <laughs> you. <laughs> 
Well, and there are certain things we would we will always, you know, we'll support them if they want to live at home and go mm-hmm. to college and save that money and Absolutely. you know, start out in community college. There are ways to do it to cut the costs mm-hmm. and really do it um, in a wise mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And our son chose to start uh, do running start at 16. So mm-hmm. as a junior and senior in, in high school, he was doing his first two years of college as well. Right. Um, since then, he's now in his – so now we're in on fifth year of college. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is paid for because mm-hmm. he applied for scholarships, financial aid. Wait a second. He did Whoa, the work. stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it right now. He did the work? <laughs> he did the work. He did the work. Mm-hmm. That is such an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. He had to meet deadlines. Ooh. He had If he didn't ha- meet those deadlines, he didn't have what he needed. And he worked Yeah, there while was a going woman, to college. There uh, was a woman on the Busy Mom the other day who was uh, talking about this. I cannot remember her name. Let's call her Teresa okay. for fun. And so Teresa says that she's she's struggling with this guilt, mommy guilt, mm-hmm. because she don't they don't have the money to pay for their child to go to college. And I was like, whoa, 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 <laughs> back up the mommy. I mean, we have enough mm-hmm. trouble with guilt anyway, oh. right? I mean, we feel guilty over pretty much everything. Yeah. Can I just set you guys free right now? You do not. I, I don't know where it is written. Mm-hmm. The parents are supposed to pay to send their kids to college. I mean, I, if you want to do it. Great. Right. But, you know, she was just feeling like this terrible mother mm-hmm. because they couldn't afford to do it. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something inherently good mm-hmm. about a child looking at their future and making some critical decisions. Right. Knowing that they have their parents' support and exactly. help if exactly. they need it. You know, we'll help yep. you fix your car. We're going to yep. help you. But, you know, my parents, uh, when I graduated from high school, my parents did not offer to pay for my – they didn't even – it didn't even come up. We right. We're just like, where are you going to go to school? It wasn't and even I, on the table. It wasn't even on the table. We didn't even talk about it, you know? I mean, if I had brought it up, they probably would have laughed at me, right. you know? But it, but I wouldn't have brought it up because I didn't feel entitled to right. it. Right. That's I exactly I didn't feel right. like this was something that they should do. I was grateful. All of a sudden, I turned 18 and I realized, oh my goodness, my parents have been paying for me my, my whole life. <laughs> You know, and when I went to college and I signed my name on that dotted mm-hmm. line, I applied for scholarships. I did all mm-hmm. kinds of things. But when I signed my name on that dotted line for that guaranteed student loan, I can tell you right now, uh, I studied harder. That's right. Yep. It meant more. That is absolutely true. If there's a cost to it, um, they value it more. Mm-hmm. Now, our, our son has, you know, he's worked uh, part-time off and on mm-hmm. while going to college full-time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it nearly killed him at certain points. We were like, buddy, you don't really need to do this, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was just determined he's going to do this. And mm-hmm. um, so that's been that's been great to see. And right now he's doing an internship yeah. and he's, you know, he's doing really well. He loves it. Um, he's not getting paid for it. Yeah. He said, this is really interesting, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing, I'm working 20 hours a week. I'm not getting paid. But at the same time, he's getting this great it's experience. It's like motherhood, only minus and you know what, a though, whole bunch more hours. He wasn't complaining. He yeah. was saying, I, I I get this, you know, that this is part of the deal. This is part of the process. And I'm getting skills and I'm, yes. you know, getting this these things I can put on my resume for yes. the future. And yep. he was excited about it. Yes. You know, and I just, I love that because, you know, it, it, he never did expect us to pay for it all of this. But we we did say, you know, we'll support you with, uh, we'll help cover your health insurance, mm-hmm. your car insurance, things like mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we be as supportive as we possibly can. Yes. Um, but we're not giving him a free ride. Well, and you're letting him take ownership of mm-hmm. his of his own life. And he's making choices for yes. his life. And at some point, what's well, one of the things I've noticed 
um, that I think could can be kind of a down a downside sometimes to parents who homeschool. We can sort of hold on so tightly because we're so used to having so much control, mm-hmm. right? Because we're the ones who are picking out their curriculum. Right. We're the ones That's who right. are guiding their entire education. Right. There comes a point in which parents need to begin to let go That's of right. those things and have their ch- and you know it's bumpy. It is. I am. You know, I I would love to sit here and and say that you know I, now that we've got a couple of adult children. That it wasn't a bumpy, it is bumpy, mm-hmm. and it's hard. And this mm-hmm. transition from young adult to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, completely dependent on mom and dad right. to out of the house and and not dependent on mom and dad anymore is a rough transition. I don't know that it ever goes perfectly, hundred uh, yeah. percent smoothly. I guarantee you, it does. Yeah, yeah. It does not just. <laughs> well, where was the person who we needed, you know, five or six or seven years ago to tell us that you know, <laughs> this is not going to be smooth? This is not going to be smooth. This buckle up, you know. Yeah. But it's important, I think, for moms to hear. Uh, it's worth mm-hmm. every effort that you put into it. Mm-hmm. These older children are worth the energy. They're That's worth right. the effort. And certainly, what we're seeing in the culture today is proof positive mm-hmm. that if that you're going to get out of them what you put into them. That's right. It's a sowing and reaping mm-hmm. concept, and you can never get away from that because mm-hmm. that's those are God's. Mm-hmm. Those are His um, boundaries that He's set up. Yeah. You know what you sow, you will reap Absolutely. in every area of your life. You're sowing throughout. Every moment of every day, that is and as you sow right. into your children, you reap what you sow. And yeah. so, I guess we just want to encourage you to sow well. Yes, yeah, sow wisely. Uh, there have been a ho- there are a whole bunch of books, and we, uh, you know we've talked about many of these on the podcast today. And I'm going to link back to some of these. Uh, there's a book called Boundaries. Have you you have you read the Boundaries book? I have. I'm I've kind of a it. fan of yeah. all of them. Yeah. Uh, but there's one called Boundaries with Teens: When mm. to Say Yes and How to Say. No, and it encourages parents to set healthy expectations. Really, that's what the problem is. Mm-hmm. It's not uh, necessarily that we have given them the wrong uh, instruction. It's that we've given them the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if their impression is that we're going to pay for something or their impression is that this isn't their responsibility, right. it's important for parents to be able to lay that, lay those expectations out there that's right. so that um, the teens know what to expect. So right. uh, Boundaries of Teens is a wonderful book. Well, I think it's important um, – I've noticed that as I've given our kids, we've given our kids more responsibility and and um, lessened, you know, their expectations of us. Their confidence yep. grows. They feel good about themselves. Yes. They feel good about what they can accomplish mm-hmm. and what they can do. Um, mm-hmm. One of our sons was talking the other day about work ethic. You know, we've really tried to instill a, a good work ethic in our kids. And he was saying that he remembers uh, one of his jobs that he was working for a neighbor and he was working and. Um, everything seemed overwhelming at first. And he said, but after a while, we just started to, basically he was saying we engaged in the job and we got creative and we figured out ways to make the job go smoother and faster. Yes. And then he ended up getting a pay raise because of that. Yeah. Now that's a fully engaged kid who's, yes. who's owning what they're doing. And, and he that's was able what to get want. a reward for his work. Exactly. He was rewarded for his effort, mm-hmm. which is so important. And that all played out aside from mom and dad. Yeah. And that was a huge confidence builder for him. Yeah. And He's for you. Take the, uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're just exactly. like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> it wasn't in vain. It wasn't for nothing. It's true because we yeah. both know at home that performance level typically doesn't yeah. happen. No, yo, you're like, I don't know oh, what it is. We would but... give you, you know, let's say we're going to give you three out of 10 stars on that. Right. On that household tour that I've now been training you in for the past six, 17 exactly. years. How long have we been doing this? How long have we been? Yeah. And then someone will come to you and say, boy, your kid's a hard worker. And you look yeah. at your husband and go, he is? 
<laughs> you know, but it's but it really. I mean, they're 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 more motivated. I they think they are because once they, they get outside your home, it. they're that's owning what it, it is, and that's what you want. A couple mm-hmm. other books: uh, Grace Based Parenting mm-hmm. by Dr. Tim Kimmel, one of my absolute favorites, which really encourages parents to model God's behavior of love and forgiveness rather than being a rigid rule, ma- rule right, maker or a right, lawgiver. Right, and these are you know they, they're it's tricky. It is tricky. Uh, it's tricky because sometimes you got to lay down the law. That's right. And other times you 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 have to be able to step back. And I'll I'll tell you in our in our house, I'm the law. Mm-hmm. I'm the law. You know, I, I am person, too. and Jay's the grace person. <laughs> and so at some point, the two of us need to come together. That's right. You know, and be able to mix the grace with the yeah. law. And we encourage you be on the same page with your yeah. husband. So <laughs> important. So important. And really, I mean, one of the things that that I've noticed, and Jay and I, my husband and I, have had this in our own home is that your kids can manipulate you. Right. Your kids can definitely manipulate one parent against the other mm-hmm. parent. They can use you. Boy, be on guard against mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want my kids to feel for a second that they can put, you know, that they can go to dad right. and get a yes answer right. when they just came to me and said no and vice versa. I don't want yep. them to feel like they can play us like that. That's so right. really important to be on the same uh, page. Uh, another one of the books that I love is uh, by Ted Tripp called Shepherding a Child's Heart, probably hands down mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite views mm-hmm. of uh, biblical parenting mm-hmm. and shepherding. And then... And uh, obviously, um, his brother book, his brother's book, uh, Paul David Tripp, Age of Opportunity, which we have spoken about right. several times on the podcast. I probably uh, the book is aimed at parenting teens, but I think you could get the book before the teen years just right. to sort of get get yourself. I was going to say, psych yourself as up. much as you can. <laughs> psych, psych yourself up. Uh, this book really tears down stereotypes. Mm. Uh, that the that the teenage years have to be horrible that right. you know um, and I think I feel in my own life uh, you know I had heard that parenting was going to you know parenting a teen was going to be horrible I heard this growing up right. parenting teens going to be terrible but then when I got into the homeschool movement everyone's like oh no it's wonderful mm. we never have trouble with our kids and and so I thought when I started having Yay. issues and my kids back talked me I was like oh. I am the only homeschool mom right. on the planet whose alone. kid has ever done that mm-hmm. and it just isn't true I mean it, this these stereotypes no. uh, they just don't work across the board they don't. but what does work is to be honest and honestly uh, parenting a teen is a lot of work. It's it a different kind of work. We it said is. before, little kids wreck your house and big kids wreck your mind. <laughs> uh, that's their job. <laughs> then the, and so uh, these are great opportunities for you to sort of um, get your footing as your kids come into the teenage years. And then obviously, uh, The Power of a Praying Parent. Mm. If you have not looked at that book, check it out from your library. We'll link back to it. You can, I think every parent needs to own a copy of uh of the power of a of a praying parent, fantastic, fantastic book, and she's really Stormy is really just um, illustrating mm-hmm. the power of prayer. And right. we've talked about this before, just how important it is to get right. on your knees and talk to the well, Lord. Well, that's where it all starts: is your kids' hearts, and their hearts aren't aren't going to change without the Lord changing mm-hmm. them. And mm-hmm. so, um, I think that whole idea of praying Scripture over right. them, over their hearts, yeah. is very, very powerful. Yeah, there's power in prayer, and for uh, for the mom who just thinks, you know what, I'm I'm just tired. I've lost mm-hmm. my energy. We're going to address that on the next podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk to the mom who's just run out of steam, and she thinks I can't do this anymore. I've disciplined my kids; it's not working. They're right. not responding. Right. Um, so come back and join us next time for that. And in the meantime, if you can hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, or rate the podcast. Yeah, that would be we great. We really appreciate We'd love that. it. Yeah, you're when you rate that podcast, it bumps it up on the list and it lets other people see right. the podcast. So. Right. 
And then also, if you have questions or ideas mm -hmm. uh, for, for podcast topics, we'd love to hear those. And mm -hmm. you just need to email us at podcast at thebusymom.com. Awesome. So uh, if you've got questions, comments, ideas, uh, want to tell us how you really love um, uh, our haircut or whatever, <laughs> uh, podcast at thebusymom.com. So uh, tune in next time. We'll be talking to the mom who's too tired to care. <laughs> we'll see you back here next time with the Busy Mom Podcast. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. <laughs>